bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I would say 833-212-1017, but if you call, it'll only be to support Graduation Plus. We are here live at Direct Supply, and... It's college signing day for the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee. Ironically, I was thinking about this as I was driving home yesterday. And when I was driving home, well, let me, let, let me just paint the picture for you. I'm thinking about young people and the future they have and the decades that they have to build and make this country, make this state, make this city greater than it already is. And... As I'm driving, so let me tell you. So, I leave the station last night at about 6.05. Now, they always tease me because I never put my time in, right? I'm always late. I get distracted. You know, ADHD kicks in and something else goes, hey, and then I talk and I leave and I don't do it. So, as I'm driving, I'm thinking about all these things. Think about, oh, I got to do my time. I got to go do this. I got to go set up this. And I got to be ready for tomorrow because, you know, those young people are going to be signing and telling everybody what college they're going to. And that's going to be great. So what I do is I leave and I drive up I-94 and I exit. You know, I live in Sherman Park. So I exit and I go north on the stadium freeway, 175. So as I'm going north on the freeway, 175, I'm driving the speed limit, right? I know I'm retired, but, you know, I still got to follow stuff. And I do the speed limit. I exit at Lloyd. Now, if you've ever exited at Lloyd, there's only two places you can go. You can make a left turn to go west on Lloyd, or you can make a right turn, and you can go east on Lloyd to go then north on Sherman. Now, you can go south on Lisbon or north on Sherman. So I turn, and if you know anything about this stop sign, when the light to turn left to go north on Sherman, you also get an arrow that then takes you straight North on Sherman, past Lisbon. So that's what I do. I make the turn, the arrow, 
And then all of a sudden, a car appears. And as I'm driving through the intersection, there's an SUV that's already run the light on Sherman. And it's made its way all the way across four lanes of southbound traffic. And as I look at the front of my car, they are literally, the, the, the timing is, if I had stayed on the gas pedal, they would have what's called T-boned me. And they were doing about 60 miles an hour. They would have killed me. And I thought about swerving, but I said, you know, if I swerve to the right, she's going to hit me. Ironically, it was a white female driving the car. If they, if I turned to try to avoid it, she would have hit me and killed me. So I simply stepped on the gas, prayed, and my car stopped about six inches from the other car, and it went past. It was driving so fast, by the time I stopped, now I had the green, they had the red. By the time I stopped and looked, the car was already past 37th Street and past the light. And I thought to myself, wow, I could have died today because of another knucklehead driving through the city. And then the second thing I thought was, yep, it's time to sell your house and get out of here. But that would defeat the purpose. That would defeat the purpose of years of service to the city, years of service to youth through my fraternity, years of service by sitting on boards like Three Harbors Council Boy Scouts and Red Cross of Southeastern Wisconsin. And so I thought about it and I said to myself, it's important that I'm there tomorrow now even more to recognize the youth that are coming through the Boys and Girls Club. And then I looked up to see exactly where we were meeting. And I thought it was appropriate that thinking through everything that happened to me, what could you call youth who've made it through their own peril, their own COVID, their own mental health issues? And then I saw the name of the place where we're meeting. And then it dawned on me. The name of the place we're going to be meeting is appropriately called exactly what I would call Graduation Plus College Signing Day Youth Today. Champions. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, live from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee College Signing Day, sponsored by Direct Supply. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 Two one two one zero one seven is the number. So here's the deal: we are here live at Direct Supply, and what we're going to be doing is we're going to we're going to be talking to a good number of people so that we can 
help explain to you exactly what's going on today. So it's graduation plus college signing day, Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee. I'm, I'm doing 20 things at one time. <laughs> and so I find it. I find it interesting to be here because one of the things that we're able to do is we're able to talk to people and give information on where they're going to school. Um, by the way, this is sponsored by Direct Supply and BMO Harris Bank. We want to thank them for doing that. Later, we're going to talk to Nancy Koenig. Uh, she's the director of high school operations for Grad Plus. And what Grad Plus does is it offers us the opportunity to... Um, be able to get students to understand the importance of graduation from high school. Whether you go to college or not, whether you go to the trades, whatever you do, we have to make sure that students are taken care of. And then we're going to be talking to Chanda Robertson, who is the senior program manager for Grad Plus. And so you're, you're starting to hear this thing about Grad Plus, right? You're, you're starting to hear this. You're starting to hear this um, information about why this is so important. You know, we talk about the Boys and Girls Club and the impact that they've made on the greater Milwaukee area. And, and we can see firsthand uh, by people like some of our guests who have worked and toiled not just in Milwaukee, but all over the country to be able to bring us a quality program such as this. And so we uh, made the mistake of of inviting somebody over who's always busy and always doing stuff and always like, like I'm like, is, is he coming or what? Like, dude, like he's the first one invited. He's the assistant vice president of, of college career and teen services. And can't nobody find him. Why? Cause he's too busy bothering to work with teens. What is that? You're supposed to be on the radio, man. I'm here. I, I, I actually had a minute. My, my producer said 415. <laughs> So it's four fourteen, and I'm that's here, right. Dr. Harris. That's right. But oh. when we call, you come running. I, I, always a pleasure. Always <laughs> no, you a know, yes, I sir. always like it. Like I, I remember, you know, growing up in church and watching you yeah. grow. And we've had some conversations yes, about, sir. you know, future and things to yes, do and yes. decision making. And 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 I think one day, because you never really know the impact you have. You yeah. came to me one day and you said something to the effect of. You know, watching you and the things you do, and it gave me confidence to do this and that, and I think I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden, there you were. Yeah. You know, and you've worked your way up to assistant vice president. Appreciate that. And I have to publicly say that I'm proud because to see you do not only what you talked about, yeah. but what you promised to do and what you prayed about, yeah. and it came to fruition. Man, God is good, man. You know, uh, Tell them your plans if you want to make them laugh, right? That's right. You know, that's right. That's not scripture. That's the best but... thing. But the best thing you want to do to make God laugh <laughs> is to tell them your plan. You know, I came to this organization thinking I would be here for two years. Right. right? I joined this organization in 2013, and I figured, okay, it would be a great transition job. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and I promise you I've been leaving this organization every year for the last nine years. And it's been nine years? <laughs> well, this is, it'll actually be 10 years. Yeah. So as we celebrate the 10th anniversary, wow. my 10th year will be in August. But every year I was like, okay, I got a job offer. Am I going to take it? And, and I learned quickly, man, in my faith, man, you know, when it comes to life decisions or really any decisions, man, you have to pray about it. And, yep. And every time I prayed about it, God never gave me peace or clarity with the decision that I was about to make. Right. Right. And so when God says to you, you know, obey, 
and listen, you better do it because the other side of it may not be that green grass. That oh, yeah. You think you're looking oh, yeah. For, so. so what is Graduation Plus? Yeah, yeah. So Graduation Plus is the two-and-through college program uh, for the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee. Uh, we serve students. In wait a minute, wait a minute. Two and through? Two and through. So you actually not only get them there. But you basically ride them all the way through. Well, that is our goal. Yes, right. sir. That is all our right. goal. Uh, and, and, and we've been able to be blessed doing this work since 2008. And uh, essentially, we start working with students in the Milwaukee area. Most of our students uh, are low-income first generation, which is a population that desperately needs support in the city of Milwaukee. That is correct. Uh, but we also serve some students who may not meet those minimum qualifications as well. Uh, currently, there's about 400 students in our high school pipeline uh, and close to 400 in our college pipeline. And we have goals of exceeding 1,000 students collectively within the next two years between mm-hmm. our college and our high school pipeline. And so Graduation Plus, uh, our goal is we strive to make sure students are fully prepared for everything. You know, one of my punchlines for this season of my life is uh, opportunities are what you make them. And students take the opportunity known as Grab Plus and they make it what they want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they buy into what we're doing. Uh, they're accountable for their own actions. You know, they don't blame people for things that didn't go their way or things that didn't happen. And so we're training up a population of young people that have acknowledged that college is a part of their pathway and they just need a little bit of help getting there, right? They do the work. They're right. doing the scholarship right. apps. Right. They're doing the FAFSA. They're doing the applications. We're just helping prepare and push them out. You know, I'll never forget, you know, sometimes people say, well, you know, I thought I was going to get a full scholarship. Well, you didn't do the work to get a full scholarship. (laughs) That's right. You know what I'm saying? In high school. In high school. In middle school. In middle school. Or I thought I was going to have a job right after college. Well, you didn't have the internship to do that. So we try to position our team to give our young people the best pathway forward so they can do it with support. The goal is not to be a crutch, Mm -hmm. but to be a support. But is it? Is it what you make it or is it what they make it? Because they have the idea of what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of both. You know, opportunities are what you make them, right? If I Mm -hmm. show up to Grab Plus every day and I know that I'm not going to do anything in this program, then that opportunity is what you created. You didn't do anything. But if we give you the blueprint, right, which we do, such as a program syllabus for every grade level, and we say here are some of the success measures, we are going to be able to help guide you within the best of our ability. So there's like a checklist that if you do these oh, things, you will make it to college. If you don't do these things, you I, know, like, yeah. like show up to class. And yeah. You know, I'm a check. Do your homework. I'm a checklist person, right? Okay. I'm a checklist person. Okay. And so, you know, we, we know that every year everybody has something different, right? A freshman needs their curriculum. A right. sophomore needs their junior, senior, and then right. beyond. And so we want to make sure that happens, is especially if you're dealing with a generation of students who – our full first gen, right? Right. Parents don't know anything about college. Grandparents Father, don't know. Aunts, uncles, nobody. You are the definition of a true first generation student. Uh, we have now. We have yeah. the responsibility of showing them what success looks like getting to college and getting through. But like we said with the through part, we can't show up and take your classes for you. We can't write your papers, but we've equipped you with the tools to make your campus a resource to make it a partnership of college success. What goes beyond responsibility, though? I mean, you know, I would say it's your calling. Mm-hmm. That that it's going to pull you to it no matter what you do, and you've got these ideas. Grad Plus kind of molds me, not necessarily putting me 
on the track, well, it doesn't choose the track for me. It allows me to see multiple tracks, yeah. and I get to choose one. Yes, yes. And and so, you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of people say to us, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in grad plus because I don't want to go to college. I want to go to trade school. And you as an educator, I'm sure I cringe every time someone says that to me because trade school is a form of college. It yeah. is. It's, a, it's it, just it, two it, years. It's just two years. You have, <laughs> you have to still do a FAFSA. That's right. You have to still apply. That's right. You still have to take some type Somebody of, has to pay for it. Someone has to pay for it. You have yep. to take some type yep. of entrance exam. Yep. So it's all college. So we don't necessarily push kids into that four-year It's university. traditional, untraditional, it, trades, yeah. apprenticeship, you name it. We had one student who went through our program, loved everything about it, and then in year four said, you know, I think I want to be a cosmetologist. We said, cool. Yep. Let's help you get that certification yep. at Milwaukee Area Technical College. Yep. And they did. But then they had to go to college. Then they had to go to school. And I think that's the key. So when you talk about graduation plus, mm -hmm. what do you do with the college students now that they're yeah. gone and yeah. now they're at, you know, I'm, sure. at, I'm at Morehouse, I'm at Spelman, you know, 1,500 miles away. Sure. What do I do? So once they're in our program in that college part, they well, number one, to get scholarships. Right. Um, some students earn up so, to ten grand. Some so, so I can get in the program. Man. It's a little <laughs> late for you, Doc. But you have all the degrees possible. Is there anything else you can't get? I mean, you're a minister. No. You have your PhD. Yeah. You have the MBA. Yeah. You have the the two bachelor, bachelor's two degree. Bachelor's I got a bachelor degree. of science and a bachelor of arts. You know what I'm saying? There's none left unless you want to go be an MD or a lawyer. I got a graduate certificate from Cornell University. So you have more than than I will That's ever. That's called blessings. <laughs> um, and well, so, but see, you can't say that. Because, I can't say what. Because I remember conversations. You didn't know whether or not you would even be this far, but yet yeah. here you are. Yeah, yeah. But then how do you yeah. how do you transfer remembering how you grew up and then transfer that to the kids when you see yourself in them? Oh, because you know I'm I'm transparent. Uh, oh, okay. I, I am. Uh, I was a terrible high school kid. Uh, not behavior, academics, right? right? You know when you grow up. But aren't but aren't most young black males? Um. With some some, da some some data would say so, would, yeah, uh, and yeah. we're doing everything we can to transform that that narrative. But you know, I was a two point two and a twelve ACT score, so the data was against me already for going to a four year college. But it ain't where you start. It's not where you start, yes, and sir. so I was blessed to be able to get into the EOP program, the Educational Opportunity Program, and it gave me a shot in college. But in reality, I should have started at MATC. And went on. There it is. That's what I should have did. There it is. But I didn't do that. And I had a great experience at UW-Whitewater. But for me, you know, I tell my students, I took the ACT once and I got a 12. Right. Uh, I had at one point over six figures in student loan debt. Did you did you know that you had to take the ACT? Uh, so or, or did they just say, hey, you got this test you got to take to go to college? You know, my uncle uh, went to college, so he sort of hooked me up with a lot of stuff, Dr. Bird. Um, and... I didn't really have like an upward bound right, or a talent right. search or a college possible or a grad plus. So it was really going off my uncle and what he knew. Uh, I took the ACT one time without prep, earned that grade of a 12, and was discouraged. Yep. Uh, and, and I met a counselor when I was a student at MPS. Her name is John Ray uh, Stowers. <laughs> and um, she was the first person that accepted me in college. She was working at UW Parkside and she came to my high school. And she said, I, I, I was discouraged. I had a 12, a 2.2. And John Ray said, you've made improvements. You're passionate. 
we're going to get you accepted into college. So the first college I applied to was UW Parkside, was admitted, ultimately ended up going to Whitewater, but that acceptance letter from UW Parkside changed my life trajectory because all of my acceptance letters then I felt like I had something to prove. Right. So I went to college my freshman year, did well, got good grades, and the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. So what now? Where, Where do graduates go after they graduate from high school and college? Do you I know you got the college piece going, yes. but when they graduate, am I able to come back? Yeah. Like, what do I do? So you could come back. You can you can you could be an alum of the program. Right. Uh, uh, you can volunteer. Uh, we also want your money, right? <laughs> you can become a donor. You mean I got to become a donor? You, can, you don't have to, but we so appreciate it. So I'm blessed it. and got a job and yeah. making you yeah. know five yeah. figures. We'll take it. Okay. We'll, we'll take it. Um, but really, just really, um, just becoming an example. You know, I always mm-hmm. say, even if we don't want to, we have a responsibility to somebody to be an example. Right. Right. Whether we want to or not, we have to give back whether we want to or not. And if our students see that there are success stories like the over 700 students that have graduated from our program since 2008, it encourages them to come back and do more wow. and give more. And so there, there's an expectation that when you get into the Grab Plus program, part of what you do is is really circular. You're going you're gonna to need to come back to help the high school. You're going to need to come back and help those going to college. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then when you graduate, we, you, you kind of add on the, <laughs> the quote-unquote burden that if, that if you could pay your school loans back and you know what you're getting, Think about what you got from Grad Plus. Yes. You might you might want to make sure the Boys and Girls Club is taken care of. Yeah, and you know we don't even put that kind of demand on them. That's right, just right. good alumni right. support. You know what we do is you know we just make sure you know. And the beauty of our program too is you know ninety five percent of our kids uh, finish college uh, near debt free. What? Near debt free, right? Are you sure I can't sign up? For you? Come on, come on. <laughs> you know, uh, and come those on, that man. are not debt free have manageable student loan right, debt, right? If they like listen. under, like under twenty thousand. Under twenty. And under, here's the thing: yeah. from all the students that we've counseled and work with, those that have the excessive debt is because they got greedy. Right. They learned about a refund check. And they took the extra that they, they didn't the need. Extra that they didn't. And they need went yeah. for pocket money, right? Yeah. It's one thing to live off your stuff right? right like i gotta pay bills i get that that was me right. but i i want a refund check to pray for spring break what? or the to, to new new the new jordans new or new car or yeah. latest iphone yeah. that's not what that's for wow. so we want to make sure that our students know and understand exactly what it is that they're doing with with these investments andre douglas he's the assistant vice president of college career and teen services i want to say personally thank you for all that you do uh, you have grown into a, a mighty, mighty young man. Thank you. Who is a force to be reckoned with in the city of Milwaukee. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I, I expect another 20, 30 years, I'm going to be sitting up, <laughs> you know, watching reruns of, of, of Star Trek. And you should be popping up on my screen with all the great <laughs> things that you're continuing to do. Well, to God be the glory. I appreciate yes, he it. Is. Yes, Thank he you. Is. All right, brother. Bless you, sir. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We're live. Graduation plus college signing day for Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee. We'll be right back. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, live from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee College Signing Day, sponsored by Direct Supply. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We're live from Graduation Plus Signing Day with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee, brought to you by Direct Supply and BMO Harris Bank. We're live in Champion Hall. I think that's appropriate <laughs> for the youth that are here for Graduation Plus. And right now, uh, we just talked to Andre Douglas, who's the Assistant Vice President of College Career and Teen Services. We now have Miss Nancy Canox, who's who's the director of high school operations for grad plus the fact that they put high school operations together <laughs> i know that's a that's got to be a nightmare for you. <laughs> that's got to be crazy uh, no our students are actually really great so it's pretty easy can you move that a little closer to you oh, sorry yep, there. there you go there you go and so and so your your job in graduation plus is what Okay. Um, well, first off, thank you for having me, Dr. Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, my, um, my role specifically um, is working with all of the high school students. So um, I oversee our entire high school program and our advisors who are working every day with our high school students. So they're the ones who are case managing our students and helping mm-hmm. them through the entire college process. And so when you say case manage, you mean... Like every now and then, like pretty much every day, five or six times a day, there's a problem. (laughs) 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 Definitely with our seniors, for sure. (laughs) But um, yes. So case management, um, we are working with our students holistically. So we do everything from advising, ACT prep. We're checking in, saying, hey, how are those grades going? We're Mm -hmm. um, offering offering them tutoring. or we're helping uh, connect them with uh, internship opportunities, whatever the students' uh, academic needs are, and mm-hmm. sometimes a little more, too. Sometimes we, we help outside of that scope um, to help them become strong leaders and get them um, on the pathway to um, college or whatever their post-secondary dream is. And so when you say secondary dream, right, mm-hmm. post-secondary dream, um, Andre talked about the fact that sometimes people decide they don't want to go to college. Right. So when you talk about graduation plus, let's say from high school, it's more than just going to college. You you also steer people to where they want to necessarily go. Definitely. So, you know, we, we like to say post-secondary options um, because... There's so much more than, you know, your four-year university. There's, there's also, you know, apprenticeship programs. There's two-year certificates. There's um, technical diplomas. Um, those are the types of things that we, we're helping our students get to. Um, the majority of our students do choose to go to a four-year uh, university or college, but mm-hmm. um, we ultimately want to do what is the best for our students and help them get there. Um, I like to say that we're we're kind of like fairy godparents. We, we help them <laughs> get to make their dreams come true. So, do they always understand that, though? You know, when when you say you help them get through some things, do they always understand that you're trying to help them? I think most most of the students do, and I think one of the things is that we have a really amazing staff who um, they're they're mentors, and they also understand because. 
actually all of our um, advisors are actually an alum um, of mm-hmm. the program, so they were actually students themselves in this program. So I think that they have the ability to build a really strong relationship with our students, and um, really that trust makes our students um, believe in us and help um, it really helps us because we help guide them when we have that strong relationship with them and um, they just have the trust in us to make sure that we're helping guide them towards the right um, path. And so how do you build that? I mean uh, can you tell me what maybe one of your toughest uh, assignments was as it relates to that, that graduating senior that seems to give you the most trouble? Well, I wouldn't say trouble, the most uh, challenge. I wouldn't say that, you know, our students are really great. They they all chose to be here. They all had to apply to get in. So they're all very, you know, excited to learn about college. They're all really excited mm-hmm. to, to figure out what their next step is. So I would say that one of the stories, though, was actually last year I had a student um, and Miss Tanasia Fair, I think you you all might have interviewed her as well yeah, last yeah. year. Um, she was my student, my my fresh since her freshman year, and I remember talking to her, asking her, you know, what are your college dreams? Like, what do you what do you see yourself doing? Yeah. And she said, Oh, I want to go to I don't know, maybe UW Milwaukee, MATC. I'm not really sure yet. And you know, knowing that student and knowing how much. Um, how how intelligent and how bright she was i knew that she could get a full ride wherever she wanted to go Mm -hmm. to and she just never had someone tell her that and so i just told her i want you to aim big i want you to dream big and figure out what the perfect dream school is for you because you have the grades you have the act score you have the smarts like everything that i wish i had (laughs) when i was her age right (laughs) but um she was she just needed that extra push for someone to say, hey, you can do this. You got this. You have all the things that are needed to to do great things. So she was able to score a full ride to University of Chicago. Um, wow. I, have, I helped her apply and all that. And, um, you know, she actually ended up um, attending and she actually nominated me for an award um, through her admissions for um, Educator of the Year. And it was just... Um, it was one of my most proud moments because it really, um, seeing her grow from freshman year and not having any belief in herself to just following and fulfilling all of her dreams. So it sounds like you're doing so-so at your job, right? (laughs) You're only getting them into University of Chicago. And so that's, that's, that's the type of transfer of, that's, that's kind of more than knowledge, right? We, uh, Andre and I talked about the checklist where, you know, you got to make sure you have all your ducks in a row and right. you check all the boxes. But you seem to bring something a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, tangible in that you're able to connect with them so that they understand that there's always somebody there. Right. So how do you, how do you transfer that to youth to give them the power, right? You're fueling them uh-huh. to go throughout their entire life. Right. So, you know, one of the things is during our advising sessions where we're, we're having student voice be heard, we're, we're asking them, what is your best fit? What are, you know, the decisions that you want to make? You know, sometimes, um, you know, with, with college students, life happens. Sometimes we have family um, 
things going on. We have, right. you know, social, social things and we encourage them to, you know, pursue what is ultimately best for them and use their voice to make a change too. So we always tell them, you know, if you, um, go out into the world, get your degree and make sure you make an impact with whatever career you choose, um, and start where you can to make our community better. Okay. And so, do you deal with them coming back? I know your 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 high school operations, uh -huh. but when they return, I know you you guys work with uh, students who have done the program, graduated, and then they come back to the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. So graduated, as in from college or from high school? Either. Okay. So yeah. So oftentimes, so when they graduate from high school, they do stay in our program all the way until they graduate from college. Mm -hmm. So we're advising them. We're helping them through the. Um, college process helping them navigate college itself and then um, and then when they graduate from college you know oftentimes we still have a really good relationship with them with us like I mentioned many of our staff are actually alum of our program okay. which I'm really proud of and then um, we also have college coaches which are our um, AmeriCorps members who are um, here to serve a year of service and they're also all of our alum as well and um, they're here just giving back and um, making some money and some scholarship money um, at the same time. Outstanding. Nancy Canock, she is the Director of High School Operations for Grab Plus. We're here for Graduation Plus College Signing Day with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee. Thank you, Nancy. Yeah. I appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. All right, I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We'll be right back. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, live from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee College Signing Day, sponsored by Direct Supply. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We're live at the Graduation Plus College Signing day with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee, sponsored by Direct Supply and BMO Harris Bank. And you name it, they do it. So I'm here with this dude. So Chan been around for like 500 million thousand years with the Boys and Girls Club and throughout Milwaukee and doing all sorts of great things. Uh, Chandra Robertson, who has been instrumental here at the Boys and Girls Club doing great things. He's the senior program manager for Grab Plus. He's kind of on the ground, uh, taking all the daily headaches and kicks and scrapes and all those things. But then you have something like Graduation Plus uh, College Signing Day that kind of makes everything you do worth everything. So how's it going? Oh, it's going well. It's going Let well. me see. Let's pull this down right there. There all you go. Right. Thank all you. right. Thank All you. Right. But it, it is going really well. Um, Good. Being here, getting prepared for the students to come out and the band bringing them out, getting them hype and getting them to enter into mm -hmm. their graduation season. So right. this will right. literally kick off. So how, how long have you been doing this? Oh, for about five and a half years at the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. It seemed like 
fifty. I know it does. <laughs> you kind you kind of have that rapport because you're 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 where the rubber meets the road, right? You're doing that work every day, every day. Yes, yeah. yes. And so, what's what's the what's the best memory you have up until now? Oh, after five and a half years. After five and a half years, I would say the best memory is traveling with the students. On those, on those <laughs> okay. college tours, uh, okay. when you're on those bus rides for about 14 hours heading to, to Washington, D.C., going on those college tours, yeah, yeah, talking, yeah. About the, talking to the students about their experience, and then getting down, because I'm the financial aid and data guy, getting down to the nitty-gritty, right. like, from what you heard, do you think you have enough scholarships to go here? What scholarship right. opportunities did you talk to those admissions counselors about to make college affordable so. and when you say affordable you mean graduating with little to debt? no debt little okay. to no debt but what if you can't do that if you can't do that then we're looking at each and every option if, mm -hmm. if we're sitting down talking about colleges right and you're looking at a college and you have to take out twenty thousand dollars in loans for one year right my first piece of advice to you and your families we need to look for more affordable college a better college fit so that the family's not in so much debt but does it matter what i do though it does you know if i got a full ride in the school of engineering if you have a full ride, school of, if you have or, that full ride then you, you you won't have that well then what if i'm paying 20 of 50 a year if you if you're still paying 20 or 50 <laughs> a year we're going to look for a better fit right college because, because in the end it comes down to what you do after you graduate exactly okay exactly and so that's how you steer students right because they you know I, I give you the argument but that's my dream school yes right yes. and and then we start talking about budgets and what happens after college graduation right. Right. and what that looks like and start crunching those numbers and putting putting some realness right. to it like this is what your student loan payment will look right. like because right. that twenty thousand dollars that's your freshman year Multiply that by four. Now that's eighty thousand dollars. What does that look like for a loan payment? Do you plan on getting a home after college or or an apartment? You have to think about that rent. You have to think about that insurance. Are you going to have a car? A car note. All that starts to add up. So we want to be realistic right. when we're talking to those students about that entire picture. What do you say to parents who have it stuck in their mind that I want my child to go to that school? Because I know. Had I learned what I learned now, I would have put my children, who are both grown, in a tech school for two years and then go to any school they want in the country because they would have had the head start. And, and see, that's one of the best kept secrets of, right. that a lot of students and parents don't realize is that the tech schools, the two-year schools, have articulation right, agreements. Right, right with those HBCUs, right. with right. those four-year colleges all across the country. And those, even if the students were not in the place to get a ton of academic scholarships while they were in high school, mm -hmm. if they're doing really, really well at that tech school, right. they're making themselves eligible for those transfer scholarships right. to those big universities. Which is usually 50% off, 75% off, sometimes 100. A absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So I've noticed that some students, when they are part of the transfer programs, they're getting more in transfer scholarships than an right. incoming freshman. Because you're a proven commodity. Yes. And so one of the things my daughter did is she left uh, UW-Madison and transferred to another private school. But she was able to get automatically 50% paid because she was a transfer. Yes. 
Yes. And then we were, you know, we had the means to pay the difference. Not many kids in Graduation Plus have that because you're talking first generation like ever. Like nobody in their family. Like they don't even understand what college is. They don't know what a FAFSA is. They don't want to give out their information. I can only imagine the fights you must go through trying to figure out, letting people know that I actually do need your Social Security number because we have to get information in order for your child to get free money. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. One of the things that we do to ease them into that, we have our own financial aid nights mm-hmm. at the Boys and Girls Club. So all of our students get a uh, students and families right. get a full financial aid presentation from myself. So I go through everything and I let the parents know mm-hmm. when if your student calls up and says, hey, this man <laughs> wants your Social Security number. They're talking about me. I don't want it personally. Mm-hmm. They're using it to complete their financial aid application. And so when we do, if I remember FAFSA from way back, it's all online now. It's all online. So you have to have the information. You know, you can put it on hold. And then the parent, there's a section where the parent has to fill it out. They have to go in. So ideally, they should be sitting at the computer together, filling this out together. Right. Have you ever had students that that applied and and became... um, independent before they went to college because there was no other way for them to go? Yes, so there are ways that a student can be independent and not need their parents' information on their application if they get what is called a McKinney-Vento paperwork Mm -hmm. from their school that's basically showing that they are at risk or are homeless if they are in a legal guardianship situation. so Like grandparent, aunt? Absolutely, absolutely. They're able to get that legal guardianship paperwork, and then they would be declared independent for FAFSA purposes. Which then gives them such a great leap to move forward. But also understand that this is a federal form you're filling out, and so you can't lie or commit fraud because then you'll end up, you know, Yes, in, in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Working, but not where you necessarily want to work. Absolutely. You know, picking up trash on the side of the highway and making license plates, stuff yes. like that. Yes, <laughs> and, and so And so this, this is a program that, that really, from what I understand, you're trying to grow it from about the 800 or so you have now to about 1,000 between both programs, high yes. school and college. Yes. How do you expect that to uh, move forward? for you oh um just i mean even by word of mouth just the applications that we constantly get just from being out in the community and they're hearing about grad plus hey what's that application link i you know i've been at the grocery store and they see the hey are you enrolling you know i got this scene like sorry we don't take seniors but but i got a freshman too here's that web address Get, let's right. get that freshman's But can I get into today. Grad Plus as a freshman in college? You cannot get in as okay. a freshman in college. So I got I to ride the wave. You got to ride the wave. Okay. You got to ride the wave. Okay. Well, that's, that's something, and, and I want to say congratulations and thank you for all the work that you do. You do a phenomenal job. Um, any Anything that we can look forward to in the next year or so with Grad Plus? Ooh, you got about see. 30 seconds. <laughs> in, the, in the next year with Grad Plus, I would say because we're doing that um, increase in enrollment, mm-hmm. just keep your eyes out for those application links. Okay. Keep your eyes out in, in your child's high schools. When mm-hmm. you see the Boys and Girls Club members walking around with those Grad Plus jackets on, stop you know stop us in the hall ask how we can get your student involved in our programming all right i appreciate it chandar 
Robertson. Robertson, yes. All right. Yes. He is the senior program manager for Grab Plus. I want to say thank you and appreciate you for being here. Thank you very much. All right. And we're live at the Graduation Plus Signing Day, uh, sponsored by Direct Supply and BMO Harris Bank at the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee. When we come back in the 5 o'clock hour, you'll get the news, and then we'll be back. We've got more interviews. We've got students coming up so that you can really learn exactly what it is that they actually do. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. And if you stay here, then when I come back, you'll be here. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.